brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's you, the Rico Batman, and welcome to another edition of the Rico Report. Brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. Folks, welcome to the five week of the video for the time off. It was good to watch some other brands play football. And when you watch it, other brands play football and compare it to your own brand, your own team, like, man, they're just not cut from the cloth that we're covering it just it's just what it looks like it's just what it looks like and um it, it's a, almost a, it's like appreciation week is what this is it's appreciation week for the bills because we saw what our our own division was, was able to display the jets although five and two i am buying it at the end of the day it needs your quarterback and wilson Mm-mm. You go and look at Patriots. I don't know what they're doing. Is it going to be Bailey Zappi or Zapp? Is it going to be Macaroni Jones? They have no idea. It's actually comical to watch. And then they lose to the Panthers. And then Miami, Tua's just almost turning the ball over, but these guys just couldn't catch football. They barely got away with it. Golly. And then you look at the Bills, and just, <laughs> the Bills are just the class. Of not only the division, but the class of the NFL. And I'm going to talk a little bit more. Folks, welcome to another Dish Boys. I appreciate y'all tuning in. It's always love. And uh, we get to talk Bills football, man. How how fun is that? So uh, let's get right into it. So listen, man. You get a chance to, to, to reevaluate what your team looks like. You get, to, you get to evaluate trade situations that are happening. You guys have seen it. The Bills were in contention to go for Christian McCaffrey. We missed out. The 49ers gave up quite a bit. They don't have a, I don't think they have a a strong enough draft, um, I guess, a draft round uh, for a while. Another like 23. Rough. And they gave up a lot for Christian McCaffrey. Now, I get, I get it. You got to do what you got to do to spark uh, the team that you got. But like, my goodness, man, y'all gave up all that, and you got st- you still got Jimmy Garoppolo running the free- running the running your your show out there. And boy, did Jimmy look good versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Golly, man! But it's not about it's not about them. It's about what our division is doing and what the class and what how how how, how good the Bills have looked, how good they've been constructed. And that's, that's what I was looking at. I was like, yo, how are we in the position that we're in right now where the the freaking, this whole team is built like just right. Just right. Special teams unit. Let's start with the special teams unit. It's it's amazing. Actually, what, what prompted this was 
a lot of times people want to talk about um, draft classes, right? And you can't really evaluate a draft class until like three or four years down the line. That's what that's what usually people say, right? Then you really know what's going on with your your draft class. And I was going over an old video of mine, and I was talking about the 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 I guess the draft after class, the, the aftermath of the draft, and how how do you think we'll do, and how what do you what are you guys thinking? And I was talking about like the 2018 draft, the Bills draft, and that was a freaking solid draft. That was a very good draft. And if you guys go back and look at what we did that year, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pull it up and 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 let you guys know it's like it's 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 amazing and i'm going through the youtube comments and the youtube comments were like well and this is the time where nobody really knew what josh allen was going to be like but apart from josh allen you look at what this this 2018 draft class yo that was a solid freaking draft class folks you can't even front let me just pull this up and we'll start from the seventh round and and, and move all the way up and Golly, the one thing that stood out to me, I was talking about uh, was the addition of Saran Neal. I was like, man, y'all better watch out for Saran Neal. And the comments were like, man, what are you talking about? This, that, and the third. I was like, Saran Neal is going to be nice. Not knowing. We needed, we needed like safety help. Like that time we needed, we were building, we were rebuilding. So there was a lot of things that we needed, right? And I was like, yo, Saran Neal is going to be pretty nice, man. Y'all got to chill out and just, just wait and see. So, that draft class, we get Austin Prohl. I don't think the Austin Prohl's in the league anymore, but we got Austin Prohl in the seventh. I think we just that was just like a pick'em, right? We got Ray McLeod. Ray McLeod is still in the league today and still producing. He's still producing today. I think what he's uh he's I think he's on the 49ers. He's still producing. He's their return guy. He gets on the field. He had some plays uh just this past week. So McLeod still doing his thing. I like it. Like this is this is the Bills draft class, right? Wyatt Teller, the one that got away, <laughs> if some will say. Wyatt Teller, one of the best in the game today. The Bills drafted. Now we moved on because we had to move some things around, and and the team is not what it is today without trading of Mr. Wyatt Teller. I think in that trade we got Matt Milano, and Matt Milano, you see what Matt Milano is doing, right? Wyatt Teller, we picked him with the 166th pick, right? Round five. Saran Neal, round five. That's in the fifth round, folks. We picked up Wyatt Teller, that is an OG in this game. And then we pick up Saran Neal, that's, got a, that's on his second contract and one of our best special teams players on the team. And we need him for special moments, like taking on the bigger tight ends because he's athletic enough strong enough to withhold and he's a big piece when it comes to like mismatches right we need you to match up on this big boy help me out fantastic now you can't you can't go wrong with it trust me when you have that versatility now he didn't have the greatest game last game however he was part of the game plan he was part of the game plan nonetheless and guess what we won the game so saran neil Great, great pick. Teron Johnson, for crying out loud, we don't stop, baby. Teron Johnson. Teron Johnson, second contract. And he's actually a pivotal piece on this defensive front. One of the better nickels. And in my evaluation, and this is before these guys even stepped on field, I was like, man, 
based on film, based on what these guys are talking about, this guy is going to be a pivotal piece on this team, and this boy can tackle. He has no fear. So, be, and listen, what do you see what he's doing right now? Nickel, we're primarily in nickel defense. If we had any trepidation of having a team stay in nickel defense, it starts with the nickel guy. Do we have a nickel a nickel corner that can really support in the run and do what he does on the back end? Yes, he can. Pick six pick in, in, the, in the Ravens game, and then he seals the game against the Chiefs. Yes, what a damn pick with Teron Johnson. Let's move on. Harrison Phillips. Harrison Phillips, second contract. He's on the Vikings right now. Now, granted, I don't pay attention to the Vikings. I don't know how Harrison Phillips is doing. But from what I understood, he, he was in the starting lineup doing what he's supposed to do with the Vikings. And right now, the last time I checked, the Vikings, I think, what, 5-2? and two? Something of that nature? Kudos to them. Or 5-1? and one? Kudos to them. They lead the NFC North. Come on now. Let's keep going, man. Round two. You already know what it is. Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds is killing it right now. Tremaine Edmonds is working towards a second contract, which we know he's going to get. Whether it's with the Bills, that's a whole different ballgame. I, I can't see them moving on from him. They like him. They love him. Tremaine Edmonds most likely will get his second contract with the Bills. Smooth. Brandon Bean. Fam. You killed it. And then last but not least, Josh Allen. Josh Allen right now is on pace to be the best football player this year and win that MVP. And there are some good candidates. Obviously, Pat Mahomes being one of them. Jalen Hurts is another. Micah Parsons, you can put in that mix. I might be missing a player or two. But right now, those are the top dogs when it comes to vying for the MVP. And Josh Allen is at the cream of the crop. He's the top dog. Fam, we got... Josh Allen in the first, and then Brandon Bean was like, I ain't done. And comes back and grabs Tremaine Edmonds. And these guys, Josh Allen, obviously, is already on his second contract. He's a quarter-billion-dollar man. The dude is, 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 is a bona fide star. So when you look back at that draft class, and, and I didn't mean to go into the draft class, but it was just I was looking at this, this team, how it's been constructed. Legit, man. Legitimate. Let's go back. They talk about let's let's see what it looks like when you go back in the 2017 draft. Because you got to see how this like why we are where we are today is not because we paid a whole lot of money to bring in this free agent and that free agent and that free agent. We traded for that guy. We traded for that guy. We traded for that guy. Thank you. The foundation of this team is built in the draft, babe. Let's move on. I'm looking at the 2017 draft. Tanner Vallejo. I think Tanner Vallejo is still in this league. I think he's playing, playing for the Browns. Potentially. Then you got my man, Nate Peterman. Nate Peterman! My guy, Nate. Last time I checked, he was in. Uh, he was playing for the Raiders. And he might be out of the league right now. I don't know if he's playing on a roster right now, but he should be. Damn it. You know what it is. But you got Nate Peterman. You got Matt Milano, which is on this team, already on his second contract. Deion Dawkins on this team, already on the second contract. A big, pivotal piece of this team. He's the anchor on the left side. Started off as a guard. Now he's moved to, moved over to left tackle, doing his damn thing. Matt Milano, second contract, one of the best in the game right now. Dangerous. And he has dialed the F in right now. Dialed all the way in. Zay Jones, still in the league. He's actually a big piece to the freaking Jaguars. Go figure. Craziness, right? And last but not least, Trey White, which is coming back. 
potentially this week. We'll find out a little bit more as these guys start to get back to practice and start doing what they're supposed to do. Fam, it starts. That's how it's. I hate to listen, Mister. Listen, Mister. Yagami, trust the process is exactly right, and the process is working quite well. And I and I and I hate I cringe when I trust the process. Well, (laughs) the process is working. The process is working. MK Live, what's up? La Liga. He goes, yo, Rico, let's go. Let's go. We all hold on, Rico. Let's go. We all good. We need. We don't need nobody. Listen. There's never, I, I've never heard someone say we don't, listen, if I can, if I'm saying, yo, man, can I give you, I'll give you another $400 on your paycheck. You going to take it? Of course you're going to take it because you could always use more, right? Don't tell me, man, we don't need, we don't need another player. We don't need, no, you do. If you can upgrade and if you can add, add something to your repertoire, add something to, you know what I'm saying? Skill set, you're going to do it. If you're a if you're a boxer and your jab is nice, your 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 shielding, your blocking is nice, but you lack the, the haymaker, or you could you could use a little more power, you're gonna take it. Whatever attributes, whatever, whatever we can add to your repertoire, your skill set, you gotta do it. So if we could add a receiver, look what Von Miller did. Some people say that we had a pretty strong defensive front in the first place, right? With the young pieces of Carlos Basham, um, Greg Rousseau, Ed Oliver. Then we added Von Miller. Von Miller. You already know what Von Miller is doing. First of all, he's already balling the way he's supposed to, but he's instilling other things on the defensive front to the other players. So uh, the likes of OBJ coming to the Bills, you don't think that the way he practices, the way he goes about his business, the way he, he has craft, you don't think it's going to affect all the other guys? Diggs is already doing that, so you, you could double that out with a guy like OBJ. But we don't have to worry about that until December because that's when he's apparently going to be ready. So we'll see how that plays out. Now, going back to this Bills team and how good they are and, and just how, like, just hands, hands down the best-looking team in the league right now. I know Philly's undefeated. I get that part. But when you, when you look back and see, I mean, the, the type of games that Philly was playing and who they're playing, it, just, it doesn't match up with what the Bills have done. The Bills right now have played the Rams. The Rams, I believe, are the leaders in the NFC West. And this, let me look at the NFL standings right now. I just got to get my bearings correct. So the Bills have beaten the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the leaders in the AFC West, 5-2. and two. They just put a shellacking on the 49ers, which apparently allegedly had the best defense in the league. That did not look like that whatsoever. But I digress. We took on the Ravens, the best in the AFC North, and that's a tough division. It always is. We took down the Ravens. We took down the Titans, the best in the AFC South. Like, we're beating the top teams in their divisions, respectfully. Philly, on the other hand, just saying, right? We took down the Rams. The Rams right now are 3-3. Three and three. They're not the leaders of the NFC West, unfortunately. But you know what? I'm sure by the end of the end of the year they will be. And then we got the Packers this week coming up. And the Packers are listen, people are talking about the Packers and potentially what they look like and so on and so. I'm not I I I'm not gonna sit here. I'm not gonna sit here and say, yo, we're gonna wax the Packers. We were gonna wax the Jaguars. Remember that? 
Remember that? And then we quickly got humbled and were told to shut the F up. You come in and put the work in. Don't think you can just walk in here and waltz in here and, and just, just show up. That's not the way it works. And right now, the Packers are pissed off Packers and embarrassed Packers. They're ready to roll. They're not, they're not going to sit here and lay down. They know what's going on. They know. They hear what's happening. The Bills are this. The Bills are that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Aaron Rodgers is old. Aaron Rodgers is this. Aaron Rodgers is that. Looking like old man Brady. Just saying. Just saying. So looking at what we've been able to build and what we've, what we've been able to display onto the field is extraordinary. And I'm loving every bit of it. It isn't a nice, like I'm sitting here watching and I'm, and I'm, I think there was, I was watching a segment and they're talking about all the, the franchise quarterbacks and all the starting quarterbacks in the league. And there are some quarterbacks in this game, man, where like you look, you look at, the, at what they're doing and you're like, really? Like Dallas with Dak, Dak comes back against the freaking Detroit Lions and barely, barely did anything against them. And I'm not saying Dak is, is, is no good. He's, he's probably a top 10 quarterback. But, like, you compare him to Josh, it's like, nah, bro, not even close. Jalen Hurts, I like Jalen Hurts, but he, he, he ain't on Josh Allen's level. He ain't there yet. Daniel Jones, boy, listen, man, a big shout-out to Brian Dable and the freaking New Jersey Giants. He's got these boys at 6-1. and one. <laughs> I cannot believe it. I never saw that happening. I never saw that happen. It's craziness to me. It's crazy. My man Steve says, yo, hey, Rico, are you from Canada? Same here, man. Yeah, I'm from Canada, brother. Born and raised in Ontario, and uh, I'm living in uh, Nova Scotia now. Bro, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the squad, bro, and I'm like, come on now. The Seahawks are four and three. Geno Smith got these boys rolling. But anyway, like, look at the quarterbacks, man. And, and, and you can't tell me. Let's start with the AFC, right? Josh Allen, let's start with the AFC East. Zach Wilson, bum. I don't, I don't believe in Zach. I didn't believe in Sam Darnold when everybody was believing Sam Darnold. If you guys go back, y'all hear me. I didn't see anything special in him, and I still don't. Zach Wilson, I see nothing special in Zach Wilson. Tua, yeah, I, I don't see anything special with Tua. Patriots, Macaroni Jones, you guys already know how I feel about Macaroni Jones. Bailey Zappi, boy, please. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not buying it. Pat Mahomes, OG. He's got the resume. You can compare the OG to guys like Josh Allen. Justin Herbert, I don't know what's going on with Justin Herbert this year, but he ain't playing the way that we, like where everybody lights him up to be that dude, right? He's just playing all right this year. It's facts. He's just playing all right. But he's got injuries. So does everybody freaking else in this league. Receivers are down, O-line are down, man up. Man up and do what you got to do. Raiders, Derek Carr, not even close. Russell Wilson, I don't know what the F is going on with Russell Wilson this year. I really don't. Get it together, Russell Wilson. You are way better than that. But when you got a head coach like Nate freaking Hackett, get out of here with that, man. You know how I feel about my man, Lamar Jackson, but not even close. Joe Burrow, I like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is not there yet. He will be one of the better quarterbacks that's going to be, you know what I mean, the top guns in this game, but he ain't there yet. He's getting there, but he's not there. Jacoby Brissett, Mitch Trubisky, 
You know what I mean? Like, come on, son. Like, Ryan Tannehill, Matt Ryan. We're going to talk about Matt Ryan. My goodness, man. Sunshine out there in, in freaking uh, in Jacksonville. Davis Mills. Like, fam, like, when you look at the quarterbacks in this game, like, no, man. Josh Allen's head, head above heels above everybody. Above everybody. Not buying it. The Washington Commanders, the Commanders with freaking Taylor Haneke and Carson Wentz, Geno Smith, Matthew Stafford overrated. I I'm not a I, I'm not a big fan of Matthew Stafford. Like to do it as a personal dude, like, but like his game, nah. You got Jimmy Garoppolo, boy, please, man. You got little Kyler Murray, and you got Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has got these guys five and one, but he ain't doing them for me. Aaron Rodgers, he's getting up there. His boy can sling that rock, but just he don't have the, they don't have what it takes over there. I don't know what's going on over there, but things are out of sorts. They'll fix themselves, I'm sure of it. Justin Fields finally looked like a damn quarterback this week, but not even close. And then you got freaking Jared Goff. No, thank you. Tom Brady is just looking like an old man now. Old man Brady. Finally, you can put that moniker on him. Old man Brady. He's looking like an old man right now. And then you got freaking Mariota, PJ Walker, whoever the hell is quarterbacking over there in Carolina, and then the Saints with Jameis Winston and whoever. Fam, head above everyone else, Josh Allen. The team is freaking built to win, man. Built to freaking win. We need to handle business. And the, in, the, in, the, in the season, we just went through the, the toughest part of our season. Right? Like I just said, we face the teams that are leading, most likely leading the division. The Rams will overtake eventually the Seahawks but the Seahawks are playing well you can't even you can't even front Geno Smith got these boys playing right now so I'm not even gonna take that away from G I'm not even gonna take that away from Geno because Matthew Stafford this I don't know what this band is doing if it ain't Cooper Cup who's it going to god damn it pardon my langs my language but anyway moving on this team is built to freaking win now let's get into this whole running back situation I gotta get into it Christian McCaffrey. The Bills were actually seriously entertaining the thought of bringing Christian McCaffrey to the Bills. And I didn't get a chance to talk about it because it's it, uh, obviously like we had the bye week and so on and so forth. But listen, folks, and actually the last show I had was Thursday and then the trade happened on Friday and then he was playing on Sunday. So looking at the scenario, how a, a how did so let's talk about it. a how did you feel about the bills being interested in Christian McCaffrey seriously interested okay b what does that tell you how they feel about the running back room currently right now that we serve that we're that's serving for the bills right now how, what does that tell you about how they feel I understand it Brandon Bean will never not pick up a phone he will always inquire but if they're calling for somebody on our team. I can understand him saying, what's up? What do you got? But he's making the phone call saying, hey, what's up? What do you got over there? What, do you, what would you want? So if you're content with what you have in the backfield in Buffalo, you wouldn't go searching for one of the better backs in the game in Christian McCaffrey at the young, ripe age of 26. That's prime age. You got four more years until you're washed as a running back in the NFL. Some people are saying 27, 28 is the new, like, you're done. I'll stick to 30, right? So you got four more years of great ball to play, and the Bills went after Christian McCaffrey. 
So are they happy with the freaking running backs they have in Buffalo? Are they happy with James Cook? Are they happy with Zach Moss? Is Zach Moss good as gone? Zach Moss, the last time we heard about Zach Moss, Zach Moss was deactivated. He was on the inactive list. And then we got Devin Singletary that's in his last year of his contract. So what was the purpose of going after Christian McCaffrey? What is it telling us? Well, maybe it's telling us that the weather's starting to change, starting to get a little colder. We need, we need a certified OG in the backfield. And maybe they're just not, they're not thrilled with what they have back there. They like it. It's cool. But they're not like, yeah, I feel great. I'm, so, I'm, I'm solidified in the backfield. Like, you look at the receiving room, they're, they're legit. They're solid. There's, if they don't go after OBJ, they're not sweating it. It'd be nice. It's a nice addition, but they're not sweating it. Because OBJ is not going to just come over and overtake Stefan Diggs. Just not. Stefan Diggs is, is one of the he's a top, he's a top five in all categories right now in the league. Fourth, I believe, fourth in yards, second in, sorry, fourth in receptions, second in yards, uh, touchdowns. I think he's top five, top 10. Like he's, he's up there. So, like, so then going back to the running back room, you go after Christian McCaffrey. So, what's it telling you? It's telling, it, here's what it's telling me, in my opinion. Chances are they may not even bring back Devin Singletary. This will be Devin Singletary's last year. Look what they did to, to uh, Jordan Poirier. Jordan Poirier won a new deal. They pretty much told Jordan Poirier, chill out. Next year, we'll talk to you. But in good faith, let me, let me increase your salary. So he's like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll just do what I do. But I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm, if I'm, obviously, if I'm Jordan Poirier, I'm not just going to just automatically return to the bills. I'm going to listen to other places because you guys didn't want to just take me and sign me. So I guess what? I'm going to do my due diligence. That's just my opinion. But like back to the running back room. They ain't bringing back Devin Singletary. I'm sorry, bro. They're not bringing back Devin Singletary. If you guys, if you guys have seen the list of running backs that'll be on the, on, on, as a free agent next year, would you bring back Devin Singletary? Zach Moss? I don't know what's going on with Zach Moss. He's, he's, he's in his last, next year is going to be his last year. It wouldn't surprise me if they're like, yeah, we, we're going to trade you. And then we're going to go after one of these guys right here. So Saquon Barkley, chances are he will return to the Giants. He is the face of the Giants right now. Then you got Damian Harris, red zone monster. Then you got Kareem Hunt. I'm going to talk about Kareem Hunt because I think that would be a great addition to the Bills. He can catch out of the backfield with ease. He can run inside, outside, and has long speed. Still, Kareem Hunt will be available next year. He was trying to get traded this year, and the Browns were like, man, I'm calling your bluff. Sit your ass down. You ain't going nowhere. This is a two-headed monster, and that's what we're going to We're going to keep your ass. Chill out. Josh Jacobs is an absolute monster. He is absolutely killing it right now, and I have him as my fantasy running back, so I can tell you he is balling. David Montgomery had a solid game last, yesterday. So David Montgomery will be a free agent. Who knows what they do? They like Khalil Herbert, so they might make Khalil Herbert that dude. So he becomes available. David Montgomery. They got Miles Sanders. They got Kenneth Gainwell over there, but I, I don't know. Who knows? They might bring back Miles Sanders, or he becomes a free agent. Tony Pollard. You guys know how I feel about Tony Pollard. You got Devin Singletary. That's going to be on the, on the list. Jamal Williams and then Rashad Penny. Folks. I can tell you there's four running backs on that list. Four running backs on the list. I'm not, even, I'm not even talking about even the draft, the upcoming draft coming up. 
David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard. Right now, those are the four I'm looking at. And I can add Miles Sanders if I need to. So we're going to bring back Devin Singletary. We were going after Christian McCaffrey. And Christian McCaffrey runs inside, has long speed, catches out of the, catches out of the backfield. He's essentially what they thought they were getting in James Cook. So then, now that I'm off of Devin Singletary, because we already know what it is about Devin Singletary, here's the real deal. What is it about James Cook? And you guys are going to act like I'm hating. I ain't hating. I'm asking questions. Asking all these questions. Asking all the, Yeah, I'm asking questions. You, you gave up a second-round pick for James Cook. You hardly use him. And you were just about to give up a second round for Christian McCaffrey. What in the F is happening? Are they content with the running back field? Are they content with what they got in the backfield? We're going to what we what are we going into week seven, week eight? And we've yet to see anything anything from our second rounder. Meanwhile, Brees Hall is killing the game, giving him his opportunities to run the rock and show what he's got. Unfortunately, tough injury, AFC. But I've been telling y'all, Brees Hall is going to kill it this year. No, we got it good in James Cook, man. Just wait. We've been waiting. We ain't got nothing. Meanwhile, Kenneth, Kenneth Walker is killing the game over there. Point is, we went after Christian McCaffrey, so we're clearly not happy with the running back room. But I'm hating. It's clear. It's right, it was right in front of you. But they gave up way more. In San Francisco for Christian McCaffrey. So are we are we content with the running back field? And I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, man. If we are able to right now, if it's still a possibility, we can go after Kareem Hunt right now. Kareem Hunt wouldn't look bad at all in a Bills uniform because you know he could do it all. Solid back, and when he was when he was the main dude in Kansas City, killing it. And then he had his, obviously, he had his off-field situation. Man, oh, man. So it'll be interesting to see what we do with the backfield. If it just stays the way it is, we were just inquiring. Sure. But if I'm, if I'm running back in the backfield and I heard, yo, they're going after Christian McCaffrey, though. All right. Okay. I guess they're not really into us. <laughs> hey, it's just what it is, man. It's a business. And right now, right now, you guys got to be in the business of getting it, getting it together. Meaning Devin Singletary, and Devin Singletary is having a good year. There's no, there's no, this is no hate on Devin Singletary whatsoever. He's having a solid year. It's just maybe they just they need more. Maybe they need more, and they don't feel that they have what they what it takes in that backfield. We'll see. There's still time, I I suppose. Is Cameo comes in with a super chat and says, "Hey man, Rico, thanks for the content tonight. Big Dubs Sunday, six and one." Hey, man, we need that. At home, Sunday night, we need that. Scott Blake, what up, Scott? Scott said, yo, Hunt has too many off-field issues. Man, I'm not worried about those damn off-field issues. I am not worried about that. And that was years ago. You don't think people change? Too many off-field issues. He had that one issue that is behind him, and people grow. And this is not on Scott Blakely. This is on, this is on a whole lot of people. Let me just finish Scott's content. Scott, you know I'm not coming for you, but it's just... I see this often, right? Hunt has too many off-field issues. That's why KC released him after eight-game suspension. Why the F will we bring him into this locker room? He beats women seriously. Okay. 
let's get let's get to it because Scott Blakely brought it up. People make mistakes, period. You're gonna hold it up against them forever. Really? Are we gonna do that? Come on, son. Like these guys, they're young men doing young dumb shit. They grow into they grow into to they learn from the mistakes and grow into you know what I'm saying more mature men and they move on. You can't hold me for what I did in my past. It's forgotten, man. I grow. I get better. I learn from my mistakes. If like if we're gonna hold people to their mistakes forever, some can say let's go back to Josh Allen's when he was a 16 year old kid or 15 year old kid when he was dropping m bombs all over the place. Am I gonna sit here? Oh, he's a racist. He's a, nah, man. That was a kid doing some dumb shit. We're gonna hold that against him? Nah, we're not gonna do that. It's a grown ass man right now. I'm sure he's mortified for that crap. He's like, man, how the? I didn't think this was gonna get looked out, but it did. I'm not sitting here going, oh, I gotta watch for Josh. Man, people grow. Can't sit here. Oh, he's got off field issues. We're not gonna worry about him. It's the same shit, Diggs. About Diggs. My goodness, I don't mean how many times we got to talk about it. They didn't want Diggs either. Ah, oh, he's gonna be a diva. Look what he did in Minnesota. He didn't want this, that, and the third. Look at Diggs now. We love Stefan Diggs, don't we? We can't imagine Stefan Diggs going anywhere else because we love him. Look at the connection he and Mr. Josh Allen have together. We can't break that up. We can't, we can't keep holding these guys all the time to a mistake they did in the past. Now, if they reoccurs and they do that often and over again and do dumb shit like freaking AB, that guy's a bona fide dummy. You don't bring that guy nowhere. Cannot be trusted. Bozo. You're saying like you can't, you just, it just can't. And that's not on you, Scott. That's on a lot of people that, you can't do that. Don't bring that guy in. Stop it. Rico, you got to chill, man. All those running backs you comparing to James Cook don't have elite quarterbacks, run heavy teams. And I'm not, but I'm not even talking about the, 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 I'm not even talking about the quarterback issue. It's not about that. It's just about the skill set of the player. And those guys bring a skill set to this team that would work. It's not about that. Brett Holmes says, oh, at RB, that is, at RB, that is, he plays rookies when forced, but he believes he earned the, I'm not, I'm not sure what you're saying, bro. Sorry. My man Pierre says, yo, my man's suffering. Ha-ha. Cook will never be on his good side for his entire career. Until Cook gives me something, that's what's going to happen. That's what it is. I can't be a content creator and, 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 and not talk about the things that are glaring. A second-round draft pick, for crying out loud, at running back position. I need more from that. And that's on coaching staff, too. But maybe the coaching staff sees something. They're like, he's not ready. He's not good enough. So I ain't going to put him on there. So, like, would you draft him in the freaking second round? Jeez, man. But they, they clearly see something. Hopefully, hopefully, this bye week, they implement something for him. They put some plays together for him, and I see something. We see something. Josh Allen is not a, is is not giving a nickel of his contract back, no matter how good or bad we do in six years, and he's going to want seventy million a season. I mean, shoot, if he earns it, he gets the Super Bowl. Why not? <laughs> Watch Cook win Super Bowl MVP over Josh Allen, boy, please. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was it's, it was just very interesting to see that the Bills were very much interested in Christian McCaffrey, and we were willing to give up a second round pick for him. That that stood out to me. And if it didn't stand out to you, so like, yo, these guys really want to, because that would have been dangerous. Forget about what we have in the backfield. If we were able to get Christian McCaffrey, allegedly, for a second-round pick, 
How nasty would that have been? The problem is we're a running back by committee team. So would we have all of a sudden changed things up and now found a bell cow and given him majority of the majority of the carries? Clearly, it would make sense to do it. We're not doing it now because nobody's really separated themselves as the top. Obviously, Devin Secretary is above everybody else. But like, if they're willing to bring in Christian McCaffrey, you can't just sit there and give Christian McCaffrey six carries. You get six. It just wouldn't work. A guy being paid $12 million, you're going to have to give him the rock. You're going to have to. So the fact that we were willing to get him on the squad, my goodness, would that have been nasty? Would that have been nasty? But hey, should have, would have, could have. He's now on the Niners, and we got what we have right now. We got to focus on these freaking Packers coming up. But let me tell you this, though, man. Looking at, looking at this team, though, this team is so well-built, and we're built to win. We're built to win one game at a time, brick by brick. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is, this is, this is something to, um, to really like pause and, and take a look at it and be like, man, this, we got this, man. And we're knocking these guys one by one, one by one. And you got to give it to him, man. McDermott as, as, is coaching the heck out of these boys. And we got the right nucleus of players on this team to make it all work and gel. What's up, Don? Don Jenkins, what's up, man? Uh, Don comes in with a super chat. Says uh, if we fix the O line running scheme, we wouldn't need an, uh, a running back. Why bring a running back into the same situation, same result? Quit trying to fit square into circle. Go Bills. Well, here's the deal. Here's the funny thing, right? We were all so excited. Were we not? Aaron Cromer is returning to Buffalo. The last time Aaron Cromer was with the Bills, the Bills had one of the best rushing units in the league. You want to know the difference? We had LaShawn McCoy. We had LaShawn McCoy. And LaShawn McCoy is a bonafide G. We don't have a LaShawn McCoy back then. Now, is it, is it the scheme? Or is it the players that we have in the backfield? Now, I'm not, I'm not pointing blame in any way. It's just more answering your question or your, your super chat. I don't think it's a scheme issue because the scheme that we once had several years ago worked tremendously. And we have an experienced coach in Aaron Cromer. So it's not like he's new to the game. He knows what it is. They got, they got veteran guys on the offensive line, Mitch Morris, Deion Dawkins, Roger Saffold. So, like, is it a scheme thing or is it just a fit situation? Do they have the right fit in the backfield to make this thing work? Now, it's, it's difficult for me to even say that because right now, if you look at what Devin Sinclair is doing, he's doing the most that he can with the touches he's being given, and he's doing well. He's, well, he's averaging, what, four and a half yards a pop? Right now, just shy of five. So he's doing what he's supposed to do with the with the rock. So I'm not gonna really buy that it's a scheme, it's a scheme issue, because we're returning to what was what made us successful in the past. One could say, okay, we had OG Bobby Johnson as our O line. We didn't like what he was doing with us. So you know what? Let's switch it up. Let's bring another another look, another different scheme, running scheme with what we have right now. It's just, but here's the deal though. At the end of the day. When you have a guy like Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Deion Dawkins, excuse me, Dawson Knox, Isaiah McKenzie, Kalusha Keir, there's a lot of mouths to feed. And you got to, like, 
You got to give those guys the rock. They move the chains. They move the chains. You got to call it for what it is. Those guys move the chains. And then you have a guy that's six foot five, 240 pounds, that could do everything that the guys in the backfield can do, and he throws the rock. That's Josh Allen. So he's essentially the he's our RB1, really and truly. <laughs> if, if we if we go if we're going real keep it a buck, he's really the RB1. Because at will, he could be our leading rusher any night of the week. No questions about it. So he's truly our RB1. But when you have, there's a lot of mouths to feed. And that's the thing, man. When you have all these weapons, you got to get them the football. And you got a lot of money invested in Stephon Diggs. Dawson Knox just got paid. You got to give those guys the rock. At the end of it, too, it comes down to, like, you know, the politics of it, man. I paid this man some money. Give him the rock. Give it to him. It's just what it is, man. So if Christian McCaffrey would have come here, $12 million, I ain't just giving him six carries. He's going to get the bulk of these freaking carries. So one of y'all is getting traded. It's just what it would have been. What would have been interesting is what the Fortinators would have wanted. They would have just would have just wanted the second round and someone. I wonder if the Bills were offering somebody on the roster and who. Because what, what was given up, what the, what the Fortinators gave up for Christian McCaffrey couple seconds what it was a couple seconds a couple thirds yada yada like they gave up a lot for christian mccaffrey one wonders like if they if if the panthers wanted like okay give me a player like what do you got what do you got over there give me something back i wonder what the bills would have given up if it was only a second round pick and they weren't giving multiples it must have been a second round pick and someone who was that who was that someone i wonder it'd be i would have been very curious to see who they would have given up if we made that deal happen my man pierre this running back, uh, this running game isn't as big an issue. Just because QB1 tends to run, that doesn't mean we can't use the backs. Motor looked unstoppable against the Chiefs. He looked good against the Chiefs. That's why I can't even, there's no hate on Motor whatsoever, man. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Mr. Key says, Yo, Rico, the bottom line is the RB is our weakest position group. Is running back our weakest position group? I would have thought cornerback would have been our weakest position group only because we have a rookie. And a third-year player starting at that position. But one would say, if you were to upgrade anywhere on this team, that's probably where you would. And guess what? It's evident because we were looking to make Christian McCaffrey uh, a deal to get Christian McCaffrey to the Bills. Just saying. Get Cook to follow Gilliam for uh, an affirmation, and you will see the reincarnation of William McGate. What, please? Mr. Mr. Who said that? Mr. Munez. <laughs> but by the way, I like Willis McGee, so I'm a fan. But folks, and I and I bring all this up because obviously there was some activity and there still could be some potential movements. You never know. The trade deadline is still still available. We still can make something before week eight. So it's not the door is not shut. You never know what the Bills are gonna do. They might make a move and then all of a sudden, shoot, we got ourselves, we 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 made a tweak to the roster. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, my man Carl told me, what's up, Carl? Carl says, hey, man, Ryan Bates and, and, and Saffold, Roger Saffold, aren't, aren't playing to snuff, up to snuff. Well, what, what is it that, that tells us that they're playing up to snuff right now? Josh Allen, they keep him relatively clean. Pass blocking is legit. You know what I'm saying? Some run fits are working. 
And we're what? I think we're middle of the pack right now. I think we're 17th in the league in rushing the football. But take away what our guy, Josh Allen, does, we're near the bottom. So is it? I think we've got the best offensive line overall we've had in a long time. So I don't know if I can say it's Roger Saffold. And Roger Saffold, he, he, that's his strong point and his strong suit is in the run game. That's his strong suit. That's what he does best. And it's craziness because that's what he does best. Deion Dawkins is, is good on both ends. Mitch Morris is more of a pass protector, if anything. And you've got, uh, you've got uh, Spencer Brown, which is more of a run-blocking He's a better run blocker than a pass protector. So, like, you'd think we'd be able to, you know, run the rock um, with, at ease. I want to say at ease, but with ease. But, listen, man, every game is different. Every game plan is different. So, you can't just, you know what I mean, instill your will to, to go and do that. So, until somebody stops us in the air, this is what we're going to be seeing going forward. They got to stop us in the, they gotta stop us in the air. But when the cold weather starts, you know what I'm saying, and the drops start happening, this is where you, the running back position comes in, and this is where we got to take full advantage. So we'll see how it plays out. Jury's still out. Giants have the worst offensive line and the same offensive line coach we had and are dominating in the run game. Comes down to opportunity and execution. And I'm sorry, it comes down to the mother effing player back there. Pierre, don't even think, try, don't try to sneak that into it. it OG Bomb Josh is cool. They got a worse O line, absolutely correct. But guess who's back there? Saquon Barkley. That's the difference. Right? We don't got no Saquon Barkley back here. We certainly don't. And that is the difference, sir. We don't. And that's why we tried to bring in Christian McCaffrey. And we couldn't. So, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, Bills fan 97 says, yo, I'm sensing some hate. Ain't no hate, baby. You guys should know me by now. You guys should know me by now. I keep it. Uh, I'm not going to just say what you guys want to hear. No, it's, I'm giving you what it is, what you see. What it is is what you see. O-line starting to gel, stick with mortar. He balls when he, no, there's no, no question about that. Now, move on, moving on from, from, from CMC and the run game, because that, that was a topic of conversation. That's why we are, we're, we are talking about this. The fact that they were going to trade for Christian McCaffrey makes you wonder how they feel about the running back room. Then, which made me go into free agents next year. We got Devin Singletary in his last year. We got James Cook, his rookie season. And then we've got Zach Moss. That's in his third. He's going, he's going into his fourth year next year. Um, and right now, he's been deactivated, like what, four times in his career? So, yeah. You, you do what you will with that information is what I would say. Now, uh, moving on, folks. Moving on. So, we got the, whew, the Green Bay Packers coming up. And Green Bay, the last two games, I've lost to, the believe, the Jets. I believe they lost to Zach Wilson and the Jets, if I'm getting that correct. And they lost to the freaking Taylor Henneke-led Commanders. And I'm going to tell you right now, man, if you guys remember, I said I see an upset in the making happening with the Commanders over Green Bay. And that's exactly what happened. Why? Because there's something about Taylor Henneke that I feel like he has chemistry with those guys. And they, they play for him more, though, more so than they play or old man, uh, I can't call him old man. He's still a young cat. And uh, in Carson Wentz. But the Packers, I'm looking at who the Packers played. They played the Bears. And the Bears were, you know what I mean, still finding themselves. 
Then they beat the Bucks. It was a tough game, 14 to 12. Two old men going at it. The Bucks right now, I don't know what's I don't know what's going on over there. Then they beat the Pat, they beat the Patriots. The Giants whooped on the uh on the Packers. So they lost to David, they lost to Daniel Jones. They lost to Zach Wilson. And then the, damn, they're on a three-game losing streak. <laughs> I did not realize that. Folks, these boys are on a three-game freaking losing streak. They got whooped by the Jets, and then they lose to the Commanders. And now they're going up to play against the, Buff- the freaking Buffalo Bills. That's rough. That's rough, boys. Man, oh, man. So they're pissed off. They're embarrassed. They're pissed off. They're, all, they're, they're, they're a whole bunch of things right now. Man, oh, man. Let me read this comment real quick. Kara uh, says, yo, Christian McCaffrey and Barkley are hands down better than Motor. No-brainer to attempt to try to get those guys. Those two are arguably the best in the game. Ain't no argument from me. You get no arguments from me. Those are the facts. Those are the facts. And we tried to get the best. And we didn't, we couldn't get it. Which is what it is. Uh, William, five and one going into the bye. Come on. Uh, come out of the come out of the bye. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. I healthier than ever. Get the gang back, trade back. Rest of the season is a cakewalk. I don't know about cakewalk now. But depending on how we roll out of the, out of the buy, we can actually steamroll teams. Well, we'll get into who we play the rest of the way. But this upcoming game against the Packers feels, I don't want to call it a trap game because it can't, it can't be a trap game because we're coming off a bye. We've prepared for this team. We've had two weeks to, I mean, I'll call it a week and a half to really prepare because you got a few days that they give these guys to go do what they got to do, rest up. But you're going up against a team that you've prepared for. This team is on a three-game losing streak. They just can't get it together. There's no chemistry anywhere. And I heard somebody was blaming their um, inability to have success because their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, wasn't around during, you know what I'm saying, like the OTAs and the mini. Like he wasn't around for those. He only showed up to when he was supposed to show up. As a veteran guy, yeah, I'm going to show up when I need to show up. But when you have a team full of rooks and young receivers and new receivers, Randall Cobb is just not what Randall Cobb used to be. Let's stop that. Sammy Watkins is a walking, you know what I'm saying? INJ. That boy is just, he just came back from injury. So I don't even know if he freaking played the whole game or not, but he just came back from injury. Then you got Romeo Dubs, you got Christian Watson, um, Robert Tunya or Tungan, Aaron Jones. You got good running backs back there. Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon back there. It's just, they're just out of sorts, man. Their defense is playing okay. Nothing, nothing great. Jair Alexander is a great, it's a great corner. They got some good players, but they lost some good players too on the pass rush. So this team 
is just not the same. Devontae Adams was is, was just the cream of the crop at receiver. You date those two can just close eyes like Josh Allen and Diggs, man. I can close my eyes. I know where you're gonna be. Can't say that right now for Aaron Rodgers. And you're going up against a team that's got the best defense in the game. He's got they got the best defense in the game, and they're coming off a bye, and you guys are on a three-game losing streak. It doesn't look good for the Packers. It doesn't look good for the Packers. For the Packers. But you can't sleep on them either. Right? What is that saying? This uh, never uh, the sleeping something about a sleeping dog. You know I mean, right now, it's not looking good. You think that you can just walk over and you disturb that sleeping dog right now. And it, it, it can bite back and it can bite us in the worst place. Right in the ass. So we can't just take these guys lightly. We cannot take these guys lightly, man. We got to make sure that we stick to the game plan and put our foot on their necks and keep it rolling. Maybe force them into retirement. Don't give a damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm happy to see that the Bills are going to be back playing. It's going to be Sunday night. It's going to be the first time playing Sunday night at home since 2007. It's a long time, folks. That's a long-ass time. Who do we play? The freaking Patriots? That one Patriots came to town and just whooped us? I can't remember. But, man, the, the, the freaking Packers on a three-game losing streak to Zach Wilson, Tyler Henneke, and Daniel Jones. And they barely got out of it against Macaroni Jones. Boy, this this Packers team is not a good one, man. It's not a good team. And they're, they're, it doesn't get any better for them, too. Now, for the Bills, we, we got past the toughest part of our, our, our schedule. We got the Packers. Then we got Zach Wilson and the Jets without Brees Hall. Thank goodness. Not that it would have made a difference anyway because the defensive front is just playing out of their mind right now. Then we got the Vikings. That's going to be an interesting one. November 13th. Then the Browns. The Browns, are they got a great run game. No question about it. That kind of scares me a little bit, but that's not that's that's neither here nor there because we're just that good. Then we got the Lions. The Lions can't stop a nosebleed. Can't get out of their own way. Then we got the Patriots. I don't know what kind of Patriots team is coming that we're going to go visit December 1st. Right? And that's a 9-15 game. I think it's a Monday night or a Sunday night. Then the Jets again. And then we got the Dolphins, the Bears, the Bengals, which is an interesting one. They got, the, they got us playing the Bengals right after New Year's. And then we got Patriots last. Fam, we can run the freaking table. We have the ability to run this freaking table. And we can thank the Dolphins for that. Because I actually appreciate that we lost to the Dolphins because it kind of set us back to say, okay, let's calm down. Although we know we were one throw away from winning that game and we could be undefeated right now. We know that. We all know that as Bills fans. We know that. But it was good that we lost that game to kind of humble us humble us, and bring us back down to earth and say, okay, let's get back to it. And we've been back to it. Boy, have we ever. When we, so we rolled, we rolled on the Patriots. Excuse me. We rolled on the Titans 41-7. We rolled on the, the, the Rams 31-10. Then we lost to the freaking uh, the Dolphins, 21-19. We got a close one against the Ravens. We came back, 20 unanswered points, and we win, we win the game. Sorry, down 17. We 17 unanswered points, if I remember correctly. Dominated the second half. Like, you look at the score, and you're like, okay, that's a close game, but we dominated the second half. It was, it was over after that, right? Then we come in and waltz in and just whoop on the Steelers. 
And then we take on the Chiefs, which is a tough game, 24-20. Fam, this team is, is resilient. We got, listen, we've got some, we had, we've had some crushings, and we had, we had to answer some questions for close games, right? The Bills can't win the close games. They can't win the close ones. What do we do? We come back and win a close one against the Ravens, right? Josh Allen can't make a, can't, can't make a comeback and can't do this. What does he do against the Chiefs? Makes a comeback and makes it work, baby. Let's go. You know what I mean? Like this, 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 this team is fun to watch. Now, for the OGs and triple OGs, you know what I'm saying, in their 50s and 60s, they've been watching the Bills beyond the 90s, right? I'm talking about, you're talking about 80s. Is, is, and I, and I have to ask you this, and I've asked this before, and I got to ask again. How does this, how does this translate? How does this team translate? Does it feel like the 90s Bills? Because, like, I don't remember the vibe. I don't remember the vibe. I just know that like, that was my team and I was the team I rocked for. I mean, what, what, how old was I? I was like eight or nine. What do you know at eight or nine, right? To really know the roster and really know. I just knew that that was my team and I ain't, I, ain't stay, I ain't going nowhere else. That's my squad, right? But like knowing what you know now and then does this team feel better? Does it feel better than what it did in the 90s or is this about the same? Is it about is it about the same feel? I'm curious, right? Because uh, I was talking to some some Bills fans out here in Canada, and I was like, "Was was the vibe different?" He's like, "Man, the vibe in the '90s was like we felt like we could not do anything wrong, man. Like we could score it at will. We could do what we wanted. It was fun to be a Bills fan. It just wasn't fun when we lost. Clearly, so I wonder for the OGs out there, is that how it feels?" Jeff King, what up, Jeff? Jeff is the OG. He's a triple OG. Jeff will be able to tell me. You never want to wake the sleeping giant. You damn right. This is Rogers. Where this is Rogers we're talking about. You should never take any team lightly, but you damn sure don't take this guy lightly. You damn right you don't. And let's let's like let's not get it twisted, man. Rogers has been. Uh, you can't. I mean, he made a comment this week, and, and maybe this is. And he said it. He said maybe this is the game that we need. And some people are laughing at that comment. He's not wrong. Sometimes you need to get your team back on track. And how you do that, you beat a team that everybody deems hot. So when you beat that team, you can try. But let's just say they come into Buffalo and beat Buffalo at home where everybody's watching. Aaron Rodgers is that guy. You know what it is. Aaron Rodgers is that guy. The OG teaches the young pup. Not, not yet. I'm not ready to give up my throne yet. You know that that type of conversation is going to happen, right? Furthermore, Packers come in and they beat, and this is not this is this is more for the Packers' sake. They come in and beat the Bills. That said, now Rodgers can say, "This is what I was talking about. We needed this game. I'm pumped. Let's go. Let's go on a run. The NFC North, it, that's ours. We ain't giving that up to the freaking Vikings. And this, all this stuff, and I own you. All that stuff. That's to bed." He can start doing that over again, but he's got to, this is the tall task for him. So they're coming in like crazy. Furthermore, Rodgers was like, I'm paraphrasing you because I don't remember exactly the comment. The comment was pretty much, we got to start taking guys, giving less reps to guys that are making mistakes on this team. So he's pretty much calling out those receivers, not knowing their assignments, maybe not knowing your pass block assignments. If you don't know what, you're, what route you're supposed to run, what depth you're supposed to run your route, 
when you're supposed to stop. You're not even knowing. You mean the plays? I got to run the play to you. I got to call a different play because you guys don't know all the Yo, get off the field. Put the guys on the field that know what the hell they're doing. It's pretty much what he said. And maybe that's what they do. But I just can't see it happening. It's the Bills, man. We're just too good. We're going, we're relentless. It's not we're just, we're top, we're top heavy. This is not a top heavy team. We're well balanced. In years past, it used to be defense would be amazing, offense would be poo-poo. Then offense would be amazing, but defense can't stop anything. It was never, we could never find like a medium where you're like, okay, we got it. We're it's it's we're balanced now. This is the most balanced we've had on this team in my lifetime. This is the most balanced I've, that I remember I can say, okay, I know the roster from top to bottom. This, this is balanced. And we're not even fully, completely healthy. We don't have Micah Hyde. Trey White, we haven't had. Trey White's coming back. So we'll see how that plays out. So there's a lot to be ex- excited about. But for the OGs, does this feel the same? That's what I need to know. Does this feel the same or does this feel better? Or is this a different feel where you're like, man, we, I feel like we just can't lose. Or I'd love to know if you guys have it. Let me know. I'm going to I'm going to be trying to go through the comments and uh, we'll go through it. Dante Jenkins, the Bills not going to have another Jags game. They knew that game cost them home field. I don't believe they go. Uh, they're going to do that again. It cost them too. it cost them too much. Um, you damn right. They know better. You can't sleep on anybody. And right now, it looks great because we've beaten the Titans, conference team. We beat the Chiefs, conference team. So right now, we are in the driver's seat for home field advantage and the number one seed. And that number one seed comes with a beautiful bye. A bye week? I will take it. I will take it. So we're not only winning. We're not even we're not only playing for the division. We're playing for that number one seed. Let's get that number one seed. Let's get extra rest, right? How do you think Tom Brady was able to win? I mean, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. But, like, that bye week is great. When you win the division, your number one seed, man, I'm chilling. I'll wait. I'll let you guys beat up on each other. And now let's roll. One less game for us to deal with? Sign me up for that. Sign me up for that. I'll take it. But it's it's a it's a it's a long season, but a short season. I like to me, I still feel the season is very it's very short. I feel like we hardly played some games, but like, dude, we're we're almost halfway into the season now. We're going into halfway into the season. This is craziness already. I'm already kind of like like shit. I don't want this season to end, but like there's so much more, so much more games to go. I don't know if you guys catch what I'm saying, man. It just feels that way. I feel like what's going on. Donut. What's up, Donut? Rodgers is definitely not going to die, uh, not going down without a fight. You damn right. If this guy's a former, he's a, he's a future Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer, you think he's going to, and, and listen, there, there comes a lot of, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is as prideful as they come. He's cocky. He's, he's, he's got some arrogance to him. And he's got a legacy to him. And right now, all he's hearing is Aaron Allen. Air Allen this, Air Allen that, Air, you know what I mean? Josh Allen's the best in the game. Josh Allen's leading MVP. Josh this, Josh that, blah, blah, blah. Josh was nipping at his heels last year for the MVP. If it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, it would have been Josh Allen. So he's been hearing it. So this is more, this has more to do, this is like a double whammy for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers not only wants to, A, come in and win this game, but to show up Josh Allen. 
Bro, young buck, chill out. Chill the F out. I'm still top dog in this bitch. All right? Relax. That's exactly what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. I can guarantee you that. Because all like when you're when you've been a top dog all your life, pretty much, and in the in the league of all leagues, the NFL, and all of a sudden you're getting older, you see these young bucks coming up. You still want to instill your dominance to show you, whoa, 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 whoa. I still got it. It's no different when that like old man strength, right? You always hear about it. Yo, don't mess with the old G, man. You ever play pickup basketball? You know, you're you're a young guy, you're in your 20s, and you're playing guys in their, you know what I mean, like late 30s, you know what I mean, mid 40s, they're, and they're in the post. They're strong, bro. <laughs> old man strength comes from that. Them dudes will post you up, elbow in the back. Like, they, they still feel like they still got it. And they're going to make it. They're going to give you a hard ass time. Tell me I'm not. Tell me I'm lying. Go play pickup basketball and find the and be the young cat and find the older the older dude. Right? They are strong, fundamental. They've been there. They know it. <laughs> they know it. They will push your ass around until you come in. Be like, yo, man, I thought I was going to come in here and wax these guys. Let's let's flip it around. You ever play flag football? You come in. You got the young squad. You mean you guys you play football with or whatever? You know what I mean you guys are in your twenties, late twenties, whatever the case is. And you see a whole bunch of OGs warming up. Hey, yo, we're going to dust these guys. Absolutely not. These guys have been playing for years together. They got a system. And they know what they're doing. And then they come in, they watch you guys 60 to 14. And you're like, we just lost to the old guys? And these guys are just pack up their shit. All right, young fellas, we'll catch you guys another time. That's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers ain't going to just lay down. He is certainly not going to lay down, folks. He's going to come in and try to assert his dominance and just, just prove that I'm not ready to pass you the torch. But here's the problem, though. Josh, I don't give a shit about no damn torch. He already took that shit. I took it. I was going to take it from you last year. I took that damn well, took it from you this year. Give me that shit. I'm holding that. You can try to get it. Eh? <laughs> no, sir. I ain't giving that up. That's, that's, the, that's the mindset that Josh Allen is on right now. That boy's on a different mind frame, man. He knows what's at stake. He knows what's at stake, man. John from Michella. What's up, Johnny? Johnny. Johnny says, uh, Rico, the 90s team had Thurman. We had a run game. Yes, we did. Boy, don't get me started, man. Johnny, don't do, don't do that to me, man. I was trying to get away from the running back room. <laughs> you got me. You bringing that back in. But, boy, that team was nice, though. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. But, yeah, man, this, this, um, this, this, this game is going to be a big one because there's, there's a lot more to it, man. Like, on paper, the Bills should win this game. But there's, there's an extra oomph to it because Aaron Rodgers is facing Josh Allen, the young kid, in Josh Allen's home. So he's going to do everything he can to ruin that and show that I'm still that guy. The last time the Packers came to Buffalo, though, it wasn't a good one. They lost. I can't believe we lost. We won that game, first and foremost. If you guys remember that one, we were giving this guy all sorts of problems. But Aaron Rodgers ain't going to lay down, folks. He's definitely not going to lay down. DJ Smooth says, yo, I'm 38 years old, and I remember my family going crazy. I bet you do. Antonio Dingo says, yo, feels like the 1993 Bills. Okay, this is what I'm talking about, folks. I need to see this. I need to hear this, man. We're going to win four Super Bowls in a row to avenge the 90s. Yo, wouldn't that be sweet? I just want one in my lifetime. In my lifetime, just give me one Super Bowl. I can say, you know what? I'm straight. I feel good. You know what I mean? Give me one. That's all I want, man. But four, if we get four, shit. 
I'm going to feel like a damn Patriots fan talking shit, mad shit, never stopping. That contract is about him as a human too, not just a guy on the field. Um, I think you're talking about, uh, I'm not sure who you're talking about. So you got to put some context to that, boy. Bill's fan 1970 says, yo, we are great, but we didn't get those consensus love that we get now. Think Tech Mobile 1992. Yeah, I man, social media is a different ballgame, man. Social media is a different ballgame. Um, the media is different now. All these different outlets, like, it's just crazy. And then don't forget, there's content creators like us that, you know what I mean, are, are giving, are pumping out stuff like this. So uh, totally understood. Totally understood. Scott Blakely comes in and says, yo, it's a different game today, Rico, man. However, it feels similar from a fan's perspective. Invincible and Super Bowl in sight. See, that's what I wanted to hear. And it does. And the game has definitely changed for sure. The, damn ha- the game has definitely changed. It's a, it's a different ball game, right? You could play football back then. You could play football back then. You rock. A, I mean, you guys, you guys saw Nate Clements knock, absolutely knock Tom Brady's block off. Tom Brady thought he could waltz on a, on a, I don't know what Tom Brady was thinking first and foremost, and who called that play for him? I don't know. But Tom Brady coming around the corner like he was about to just come in and just run for a first down. Nate Clements had other words and other thoughts for you. He knocked, he absolutely knocked, knocked Tom Brady's block off. And that was in the 2000s. Think about what, what was, how football was played in the 90s when you had a guy like Steve Atwater coming in and just jacking you up. Now, you can't do any of that stuff, man. You sack a quarterback. You pull on his jersey. It's a freaking pass. It's a unsportsmanlike conduct and this, that, and the third. Personal rough in the past. Like, everything you can name. These guys can't do shit. So, yeah, it's a different, definitely, definitely a different feel. But from a fan's perspective and the vibe, and I don't live in Buffalo. So it's got to be, it's more for, for folks that live in Buffalo, around town. What's the buzz like? I'd love to, I'd love to know. Chalk Music says, yo, uh, four Super Bowl appearances in a row. Nothing tops that but a Super Bowl win. you damn right. And not only that, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. We need to knock off that stench because I'm telling you right now, I still truly believe it. That, that might be an opinion that I share on my own. But we still have that Super Bowl losing stench on us. Although we've, we look good. But we still have a stench. So we got to make sure that stench is eliminated for good. And how you eliminate that stench is by going to the Super Bowl and winning it. You got to win it. You can't just go to the Super Bowl and say, yeah, we made it. No, no, no. We can't be the Bengals. We want to go and we want to win it. Win that thing. And that eliminates all stench from the 90s. And then maybe we can forgive it. At least for me, I can forgive the 90s team for losing four. All right. You made it to four. That's cool. But you lost four. You know what I mean? So we got to take away, we got to make sure that this generation of Bills fans and this generation of Bills team make sure that they right the wrongs and fix, fix a little bit of history. I mean, sometimes you you just need you just need that Super Bowl to kind of forget about that past a little bit. You know what? But we got one. That's what we need. My man Jeffrey King, he says, nope. 90s were built on the K-Gun and Bruce and Tasker, etc. This team now is different. I can I can pinpoint it. So he's, I, th- I can't pinpoint it, but there's no cockiness. They are humble, and they know in the blink of an eye, it's gone. So there was a bit of cockiness back in the day, in the 90s. I get it. But you know what? They could be cocky. They had, a, they had, a, they had the right to be cocky-ish. Four years in a row going to Super Bowl, like, that's incredible. 
in a row. And I'm sure they lost the first one. Like, okay, cool. We lost the first one. We're young, whatever. They probably thought they're going to get the second one. Nope. Third one? Third one's a charm. We got to get this one. Nope. Okay. Fourth one? We got to. Absolutely not. Denied four times. Ugh. Gross. That is gross. Just thinking about it, it's just gross. But it is what it is, folks. Buffalo has one of the top offenses, uh, top offenses and one of the top defenses. Only team in the NFL. You damn right. You damn skippy. We're the number two, we're the number two offense because obviously somebody didn't do their job. The 49ers. The 49ers are supposed to come in and slow the freaking these with the number one defense in the game and blah, blah, blah. They were supposed to slow down the Chiefs. The Chiefs made them look like it's just an average ass team. What a what a disappointment. Chewbacca says, yo, Rico, in the words of Pierre Kingpin, this team is different. It's a different team, man. And you know what? The only, the only way that we can solidify that this team is different is to win the damn thing. That's how we solidify it. Super chat coming in. I can only say being my age, 40, it will only be better if we lift up the Lombardi, no matter what. You damn right. You damn right. Listen, I'm, I'm going to be 38 next month. 38 next month, right? And dude, give me this damn, give me, give me the Super Bowl, man. Give it to me for my, th give me an early birthday present, a late birthday present, belated birthday present. For my 38th birthday, give me a Super Bowl win. All right? We're done. Let's, let's, let's stop, let's stop messing around and stop pissing around and let's get this shit done. But we got a lot of football left, man. A lot of football left for sure. For the same yards getting, seriously, this is my man, Richard Ford. What's up, Rich? For the same yards we're getting from Singletary, check the stats. Singletary has another seven carries and six yards from Hunt. But Devin Singletary, but here's the deal, though. You can't really use that because Devin Singletary is the main back. He's the main back. He's the main back. Kareem Hunt is behind Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is, Nick Chubb is, is the best back. Like he's probably the top three, top two. In the game right now, it's Saquon, it's Nick Chubb. Who's the other running back that's doing really, really well this year? Those are the two off the top of my head that's like extreme, that playing extremely well. Like, come on, son. Like, that's those are the two. So, like, to compare the, the backup running back to the starting running back, it's tough. To, you can't, you can't do that, right? To say that like, those are the those are the differences. Give Kareem Hunt the touches that. That uh, Nick Chubb are getting, you'll see a vast difference. Vast difference. What's up, Walter? Walter Skills comes in and says, hey, Rodgers isn't as good as you think against 500 teams. For all his greatness, he's under 500 in his career against good teams. Uh, well, I mean, Rodgers has a Super Bowl on his belt, doesn't he? So he's won one. I think he's won one. Yeah, he's won one. So, like, at least he's got one under his belt. That's what matters. He can, he can leave the game saying, I'm a Super Bowl champ. I'd love for, for Josh Allen to say, I'm a multiple Super Bowl champ. Wouldn't that be lovely? In our lifetime, we're crying out loud. I would freaking, that would be amazing. And Matt716, what's up, Matt? Matt says, until we win a Super Bowl, Josh Allen's greatness right now means nothing. If he's on a team for 16 years and he never went to his Lombardi or even go, it means nothing. I wouldn't say it means nothing. It just means that he just fell short of that goal, right? There's a lot of players that, I mean, I'll just say one. Dan Marino, great player, one of the best to ever lace up 
and throw the football, it eluded him. Doesn't mean that he ain't shit. Still, he's still talked about to this day. It would just would have been nice for him to to win one, but he didn't. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean it doesn't mean Jack. You mean if Josh Allen doesn't win one, greatness right now it means nothing. Nah, he's 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 already great. He's, forever does that doesn't change. That doesn't change. I don't know. I don't I don't agree with that with that uh, that statement. Matt seven one six says the Bills went uh, the first. Did you know the huddle? Sorry, the Bills went the first no huddle. The Bills were the first to have no huddle for like the whole game. If they wanted, and Jim Kelly knew all the plays that they could use. Okay, so pretty much damn, that was that was tough to read. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Pretty much, yeah, they 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 can do no huddle, and that's that's a that's something we can probably bring up later on in the season, right? We don't got to show them all our cards now. We could show. We ain't got to show them everything. His perspective on life has changed and had a deep spiritual. I don't know what you're saying, bro, but I'm out of here. All right. So this game coming up is going to be a fun one. We're going to talk more about it on, on Friday uh, when I do another show on Friday. And we'll, we'll dive a little deeper. I'm going to try to see if I can get one of my Packers homies to come through and talk to us about the team that these, they, they got. And, uh, and then we'll go from there, man. We'll definitely go from there. Now, before I get out of here, we got to talk about Hold on, let me get a super chat in. My, my man, John Formichella. What's up, Johnny? Johnny Formichella comes with a super chat. I appreciate that super chat, Johnny. Um, and uh, much love goes to you, obviously. And it's a damn shame because John and I were supposed to go uh, to that Pittsburgh game and just all hell broke loose. I mean, yeah, you guys already know about my story about the flight being canceled. Son of a B. Um, but Johnny, I appreciate you, man. Much love to you, my guy. Trunk View says, yo, but the receivers get knocked out. Nah, I ain't, we ain't do that. But anyway, folks. Let me let me put it this way, man. We got the Packers game. It's gonna be a fun one. Uh, I can't wait for it. It's gonna be it's it's I want to display dominance. I want Josh to 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 officially take that torch. He already has it, but I want it to be displayed on TV so everybody sees it. So then there's no questions about it. By the way, the next best running back, that's right, the top three, Ch- Jacobs, Chubb, um, and Saquon Barkley. Those are your top dogs. Those are your top dogs. Facts. Thank you for that. I needed that. Um, Super chat coming from Carl Thomas says, yo, how about we start four consecutive Super Bowl, Super Bowl wins uh, with, in 22? Listen, man, give me four. Give me six. Give me seven. I don't care, man. Give me one. Just give me one. Yo, Rico, Casey's defense is being, uh, is being than everyone thinks. It's better than everybody thinks. They're a bend but don't break type of defense. I mean, they held us to 20, 24 points. They're a good defense, man. I don't buy it. They give us a hard time every single time. Every freaking single time they do. So before I get out of here, folks, before I get out of here, um, I do want to, to just go back to what we were mentioning. And at the end of the day, what it comes down to is this, man. This team is so damn good. And we've got the, we've got the, the this team is constructed to do extremely well. We're, we're, we're built for success from top to bottom. Coaching staff, A1. Offense, A1. Special teams, A1. Defense, A1. The pass rush, more specifically, is getting after it. What I love the most is the ability that we are stopping the run. We aren't letting big plays happen with the football in the running back's hands. We are stifling them, and I love every bit of it. That is what I'm just so damn excited about. That's number one. Number two, Josh Allen is... Dude, man, the guy is just amazing. The guy is just amazing. We are so lucky to have a franchise quarterback. Boy, did we hit. 
And the the amount of gymnastics that we had to do to jump from the 22nd pick down to the 12th pick, down to the 7th pick to grab Josh Allen. And even then, he could have went to the Denver Broncos. He could have went number one for crying out loud. But they chose to go their route, and now we got him on our squad. Unbelievable, right? We've got great offensive coaching staff. Aaron Cromer's doing his damn thing. And I'm, and I'm sure we're going to tweak some things. And this is bye week. I hope that we establish some type of run game. I would love to see it, right? McDaniel, McDermott and my man Leslie Frazier are just, they're just dialed in. I can't express how excited I am about these two. And you go back to the defense, the, the, the linebacking crew, Matt Milano, you got Tremaine Edmonds running free, playing good ball like you can't go wrong. And guess what? We get Tredavious White back. It, it, it only gets better. I'm excited. And if I'm, dude, we should all be excited. We should all be excited, man. Love, I love every bit of it. Love every bit of it. My man, Rev Rose. What's up, Rev? What's happening, bro? Rev Rose says, Hill, Singletary is RB1 in this offense. Thank you for clar- clarifying. In this offense, he is RB1. We all agree. All we need to do is keep giving him the rock. Chubb has 126 carries so far, but Mortar has 57. Average, right? He's averaging 4.5 yards of carry. If he had 126 carries at 4.5 yards, he'd be fourth in rushing. Yes, he would be, right? Now, the difference too, and that's why I have to, I have to chill myself because I would love not more. I would love to have more of Motor doing what he does. But if we're going to keep it a buck, he isn't RB1. You know who RB1 is? It's Josh Allen. Josh Allen is RB1. And Josh Allen, it runs with him. Now, let's go back. Guess who's quarterbacking in Cleveland? It makes all the difference, right? And there's Jacoby Brissett, not no hate on Jacoby, but Jacoby and Josh. Jacoby and Josh. And that's what makes this, this offense just so damn good is that Josh does it all. And you don't necessarily have to depend on the run game to get you going. And that's why it it just it shuts it shuts me up because like we're winning and Josh Allen does it all. So like I, I kind of like I have to chill and be like, yo, we're having success. We can run when we want to. It's just I'm I'm ingrained in like it goes through the it goes through the run game. We gotta get the run game going, but there's no need because we're airing things out. We can just dot anybody up that we want to. If we give him the carries, is it gonna be like a Nick Chubb? Absolutely not. But if you put it that way, give him that 4.5 and 102 to 26 carries, then yeah, he's probably fourth in the league. But we all know that he ain't Nick Chubb. He ain't Saquon Barkley. He's not Josh Jacobs. He's not, he's not any of those guys. He's not any of those guys. Let's, let's, keep it, let's keep it real. You know what I mean? But I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And I like Devin Singletary. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of Devin Singletary. I love what he does. When he's got an opportunity, he, he makes the most of his opportunities. And that's, that's all we can ask for. That's all we can ask for. He makes the most of his opportunities. Really and truly. That's just what it is. And I can't, I, I can't say any any better. Um, my man, uh, Mr. Lipset, what's up, man? He goes, uh, Devin is fine, but we need a short yardage thumper. That's where Josh comes in. Josh is your short yardage thumper. Fourth and one, it's Josh. Fourth and, uh, you mean third and two, it's Josh. It, that He's your guy. It's fourth and one. Who do you think they're going to give the ball to? Is they going to give it to Devin? Is they're going to give it? No, it's Josh. Josh is the guy. That's why... RB1 is cool to say that it's Devin Singletary because technically he is, but 
realistically, we know who RB1 is. It's just what it is. But we don't want Josh thumping in there. You know what I mean, let me let me let me make that clear. We don't want him thumping in there because you know what I mean. There's always one guy that's gonna be a little bigger than Josh, and he's gonna thump Josh a little too hard. And now we're like, shit, what do we do? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, before I get out of here, folks, pickums. We gotta go through our pickups to see who was right, who was wrong, and uh let's see how let's see how we did. Let's see how we did. So let me back it on up. Let me back it on up and let's go through who won, who lost, and how we did with our pickums. So here we go. Um the Dallas Cowboys game. We picked obviously we picked the uh, the Dallas Cowboys over the Detroit Lions. And excuse me, I'm looking at the am I looking at the wrong one? Yes, I am. I look at the wrong week. Look at me. There we go. There we go. Here we go. Do, 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 do. Saints and Cardinals. Is that the right game? Am I being a silly right now? I'm not looking at the right thing, am I? Oh, yes, I am. All right, here we go. Saints, Cardinals. We had, uh, so the Cardinals won 42, um, 42 to 34. And in our pickums, who do we grab to win that game? We said the um, Washington, Denver, Chargers, Chiefs, do, 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 Ravens, Bengals, Dallas, Giants. Who do we pick in that game? You said the Cards were going to win that one? Because we were talking about, we were debating if we, we thought the Cardinals were going to win that game or not. And I didn't even write it down. How silly is my black ass? We missed, we missed that game of all games for crying out loud. We already starting off a bad note. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Browns and Ravens. That was a tough freaking match for these guys. Uh, but we picked the Ravens to win. I at least, I at least picked the Ravens to win. Um, and uh, Ravens won that one. They barely got away with that one for crying out loud. Um, Buccaneers, Panthers. Jeez. The Buccaneers. What is up with the Bucca freaking Nears, man? What in the heck? Panthers? They get rid of their best player, and then Foreman and Chubb Hubbard go off in the run game. Ain't that something? P.J. Walker gets the dub over Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Divisional game. Dude, man. Ugh, gross. I picked the Panthers. We, we all picked the Panthers to win. Obviously, we lost that one. Yikes. Ravens won that game. Bengals, Atlanta. We said the, the Bengals will take the... the the Atlanta Falcons, and they did. They absolutely dropped them. Um, Dallas over Detroit, we knew that was going to happen, although Detroit tried to make it close all the way through, and then they just, Detroit was Detroit, like they always are. They don't, I don't know what's going on with Detroit, man. They look good. They look good at the beginning. Look, they were scoring points like crazy. They went neck and neck with the Eagles, and then they pulled this stunt. Detroit, man, I don't know what it is that Detroit needs. I don't get it. My man Pummer says, yo, he grew up, I grew up in Hamburg. My first memory is wide right. My dad and Gramps te- tearing up. I'm telling you, this year's team is different. Josh, Diggs, Vaughn, this is it. Man, we all hope this is it. Man. We really do all hope this is it. Now, let's, let's go back to this, uh, to this game, man. What in the hell is going on with Detroit? I don't really care. You know what? I don't care about Detroit. Detroit's garbage. Giants. The freaking Giants. Six and one. They almost lost that game, right? They almost lost that game, man. It took, it took every bit of, of strength to keep 
Um, who was it that caught the ball? DJ, was it Chark? I don't know who was it that caught that ball on the goal line and just was kept out of there. And Brian Dable rolls to six and one. Let me tell you the coolest scene that I saw this week was Brian Dable shaking hands with fans and, and greeting fans with a cigar in his mouth and looking like a badass. Let me tell you, man, your head coach is shaking hands and kissing babies and, and smoking a cigar. That's an OG right there, man. So the Giants are six and one, and we said the Giants were going to win. Uh, y'all were saying the crowd, the, the, the crowd choice, the crowd pick was the Jags were going to win this one. Thank goodness. Y'all need to listen to me because, you know what I mean, that was not going to happen. Uh, Tennessee, obviously, over Indy. Um, they won that game. we got to talk about that in just a moment. Washington over Green Bay. That was the upset pick of the week, and I was right. I'll take that. I should give myself a double check mark. Um, Denver over Jets. I thought the Denver Broncos were going to take on the Jets and beat them. Clearly, we're wrong. Now, Russell Wilson didn't play, so that plays a factor. So I guess we were wrong on that one, clearly. Uh, Las Vegas over Houston. We knew uh, Vegas was going to win that game. Tough, tough, tough fight, but they just weren't going to cut it. I, we also thought, we thought the Chargers were going to beat Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith got these boys playing, boy. Geno got these boys playing. And you know what? Thank you for reminding me. Uh, who was it? Somebody said Mike Hurdle. Mike, <laughs> my man, Mike. Rico, I think Card Saints was on Thursday night, and you did the picks on Friday. You're right. No, I did the, I did the game. I did the picks on Thursday. Because I didn't have a show on Friday, so I did on Thursday. So they were playing that night. That's why I didn't do it. I remember now. Thank you for that. I'm like, how did I forget that? That's crazy. Um, the Chargers, though. Geno Smith has these Seattle freaking Seahawks playing. What? Who would have thought? So Chargers. Listen, man, let's talk about it for a little bit. Chargers. I thought Chargers were going to be really good this year. I thought that, listen, I think we all thought the AFC West was going to be, holy crow, man, this AFC West is going to be bonkers. Really? Nah, not even close. Like, Denver, pff, what's going on with Denver? Las Vegas is trying to climb back to make themselves relevant again. It's going to be tough. And then the Chargers are just like, I don't know what kind of team you're getting. You don't know who you're getting with the Chargers. Fantasy-wise, fantastic. But right now, they're just not, not great, man. So Chargers, they lose, against, they lose against the freaking Seattle Seahawks. Chiefs beat the Niners. We knew that was going to happen. I mean... It was just, I mean, they're just the Jimmy Garoppolo is just no Miami versus Pittsburgh. They barely got away with it, barely. And we thought New England was going to beat the Bears. And we were wrong because the Bears came in and did the damn thing. So, how do we do today, folks? We did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. We got nine right. So, we got to do better. But you know what? Teams like the Tampa Bay freaking Buccaneers can't be trusted. Never again. You can't be trusted. You can't trust those guys anymore. Indy can't be trusted. Now, let, let, before I get out of here, Matt Ryan, some would say, is a future Hall of Famer. Some would say he's a future Hall of Famer. He's got the numbers to, to prove it. But what in the heck is going on with the Indianapolis Colts? You bench Matt Ryan. You bench Matt Ryan to bring in Sam whoever? Yikes, man. Yikes. And Mike, you're absolutely right. You remember when I said it? I picked a Washington with the upset of the week, and they got it. So I hope you guys took my money. I hope you guys, whoever said that 
That was gonna. That should have been. That should have been the pick'em of the week. You'll put your money on this one. Next week we're gonna do it. We're gonna Friday we'll do our pick'ems, and then we'll find out what it is. And I'll tell you the the money of the week. Who who you put your money on, and who you get the who you're gonna get where you're gonna get your money at. And um, y'all should put some money on that game, man. Dope. Uh, Matt freaking Ryan. First of all, he's been a bum all year. Number one. Let's get that out of the way. He has been an absolute bum all year. But shame on the damn Colts because you have Jonathan. Jonathan Taylor, you got Quentin Nelson, you got an O line, you got you got receivers, Alec Pierce, you got you got Pittman, you got Paris Campbell, like Mo Ali Cox, like what are y'all like? I don't get it, I don't get it, and you're not even giving the football to your your best back, and Jonathan Taylor, the guy that was killing it all of last year, yo, that goes. Let me tell you something, if Frank Wright kept. Matt Ryan in all year, he would have been fired. There's no question about that. He would have definitely been fired. So this was a move to save his ass. This was a move to absolutely save his ass because he made a change. But you better hope your backup quarterback comes in and does what he's supposed to do. Because if he doesn't, you're done. Frank Wright, you are done, my guy. What a disaster there it is. And this is why I come back to looking at the Bills. I come back to looking at the Bills. And I'm like, whew, good thing we are not dealing with no quarterback issues because we've had, you know, Lord knows we've had a lot of issues with quarterback and now we don't have to. My goodness, man. What a disaster. Reich has to be on the hot seat for signing off on Wentz and now Ryan. Dude, you're right. He had Carson Wentz. They had the team to, you know, go do what they're supposed to do. And they fall short. You blame it on Wentz. Wentz wasn't the guy. You get rid of Wentz and you bring in Matt Ryan, another bum. Past his, past his prime, way past his prime. And now you're dealing with this? Oh, what a terrible scene it is in Indy. What a terrible scene. You got a terrible scene in Indy. You have a terrible scene in New England with Bailey Zappi and Macaroni Jones. I don't know what's going on over there. Disaster. You're going to have a mess over there in Cleveland when... When uh, Watson comes back, whether they give him the reins or not, you have a mess in Carolina. Sam Donald and Baker Mayfield are coming back at the same time. They're both going to be. Boy, am I glad that we don't have those quarterback issues. Good luck to those teams, man. Golly. Whew. That's what I'm saying, man. The Bills are class above the rest of the league. They, you just look at the squad and you're just like, that's a franchise. The only thing missing, Super Bowl. Get that damn Super Bowl, and it just it just looks good. Put that Super Bowl right up in that mantle. We're good to go. Anyway, folks, that's it for me. I hope you guys appreciate that. I hope you guys appreciate the show. I know we talked about, you know what I'm saying, the run game. We talked about the running back situation, but only brought up because we tried to trade for Christian McCaffrey. That just can't just that just can't be swept under the rug. It means something. It means something. Clearly, we're not happy. We're not happy with what we have in the backfield. But it's up to us to change it. It's up to the freaking management to freaking figure it out what we need to do that works best to get this game, this, this run game going. And it's, it's not that the run game is stalled, by the way. Let's, let's keep it real. I think we're just being, we're just being greedy. <laughs> I think it's just the greed talking. I want more. Like, we're killing it in the air game. But, like, I, just want, I guess I just want it all. That's, I, you know what? As a Bills fan, I want it all. 
I want it all. Yes, you damn right I do. I want the freaking pass game to be lit up. I want the run game to be lit up. I just want to freaking be crushing it. But you just can't have it your way. You can't have it all. You can't always have it your way. I get it. So maybe it's just me being greedy and selfish and I want it all. Forgive me. We've had 20 years of being some bullshit. And now that we're relevant, we're good. I want it all, damn it. Hey, I want it all. Shit. Anyway, folks, <laughs> that's it for me, man. I really appreciate you guys tuning in, man. Real talk. Uh, it's always fun. Talking bills is therapy. And um, listen, man, big game coming up. Oh, let me turn that down a little bit. We're going to have some fun, man. Big game Sunday. I'm back to work doing night shift. I got to get to, I got to get, I got to go ready right now anyway. Um, and I uh, get my shit together. So folks, listen, man, we will catch you guys on the flip side. We appreciate you guys tuning in. The Buffalo Fanatics is the Rico report. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we will catch you tomorrow. My man Rev is back at it again. And, uh, and then I'll see you guys back on Friday. We'll Friday show. Hopefully I'm going to have a guest to come talk Packers. And, uh, and then we'll go from there, man. So uh, folks, until next time, it's your boy and I'm gone. You guys have yourself a great night. Smash that like before you get out of here. And uh, if you're new to the channel, man, subscribe. Let's get it popping, man. So uh, we'll catch you guys again on Friday. Rev was going to be tomorrow. And we'll see you guys on the flip. Until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. Let's go.